2: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk
2: Radio. So you want your charity to succeed. It's no secret that combining online and offline techniques is the key to modern day fundraising success. And practical advice is what you need. The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart is the perfect place to learn from experts around the world who, along with our host, provide advice you can use. Ted Hart is without a doubt one of the foremost nonprofit thought leaders. Also a successful author, his books cover a broad range of topics from major gift fundraising to use of social media and how to succeed online. Ted lectures around the world, but now he's here for you. From the latest in charity news, technology, fundraising, and social networking, Ted and his guests help you maneuver through this economic downturn in the charitable sector to greater levels of efficiency and fundraising success. Remember, this is a live call-in show. Become part of the show by adding your voice. Call now at 347-324-3080. After the show, you can find all our podcasts at tedhart.com. Just click on radio links. Don't forget to dial 347-324-3080. Now, welcome the host of the Nonprofit Coach, Ted Hart.
3: Hello, this is Ted Hart, and I'm pleased to be welcoming you here to this special edition of the Nonprofit Coach for Leap Year. Uh, This is Leap Day, and we're going to be talking today about the conference uh, in uh, Toronto. We're going to have a number of uh, cool guests who are connected to that conference, going to give you some expert advice on online fundraising and digital today. For those of you who may be new to the show, we always uh,
2: start... Um And hello, this is Ted
3: Hart. I am live here on The Nonprofit Coach. Sorry for a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, you may have heard me, but I was not uh, on the switchboard. Uh, so I am here live uh, bringing you some expert advice on online fundraising and social media to the Digital Leap Conference, uh, which we are taking this opportunity on may, uh, to uh, to celebrate the Digital Leap Conference. Uh, so for those of you who may be familiar, as the announcer said a few moments ago, you can call in. We encourage you to do so at 347-43080 when we get to experts. You also can join us over in the, the chat room, and I see a number of people in the chat. You can also email me your questions at tedhart at tedhart.com. As uh, here on the Nonprofit Coach, we start the show off with page one news and uh, over here on page one news you can go along on the page one uh, by going to tedhart.com click on radio links and you will find all of our radio links here uh, now I'm not accustomed to being part of page one here on the nonprofit coach, we do have a very good announcement uh, to share with you. Many of you may our newsletter yesterday. I accepted the position of CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America, of which I'm extremely excited to have this opportunity to, with the wonderful staff, the board of directors, the uh, and the grantees of the Charities Aid Foundation. Uh, this is an organization that is a leader in cross-border Philanthropy, and I'm keenly interested uh, in international philanthropy as, any, as everyone knows. Over in the race today, I want to particularly thank the fine folks at ukfundraising.co.uk uh, for their article today. Thank you, Howard Lake, our good Howard Lake over at UK Fundraising uh, has uh, a, a nice article about my appointment. I want to thank everybody uh, for their well wishes. I've been getting emails uh, today. Anyone in the Charities Aid Foundation of America, I encourage you to go to our website, which I will say will be updated uh, at calfamerica.org. And you can, of course, email me at tedhartcalfamerica.org. That's ca Check out the link and all the information over in the radio links. Next up, here in the radio links, we want to bring you uh, an update. Uh, on freeconferencecall.com, freeconferencecall.com just added Israel and Mexico to their free international calling. So for those of you also, like myself, interested in internet, uh international conference calling can be a very important part of your work. You can get out for free by utilizing the services at freeconferencecall.com. Check it out, and they've just added to their long list of countries that you can get free conference calls to uh, the uh, countries Israel and Mexico. Check it out in the radio links today at Ted Hart. Um, click on radio links. Next up here in the radio links comes to us from emarketer.com over at marketer They're for digital intelligence. And they're on a story that we had last week here on the Nonprofit Coach where we shared with you some early information about the of Pinterest uh, this particular article is making note that users and marketers appear to be warming up to social networks such as Pinterest and Tumblr. While Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn uh, have been top of the social media heap in the U.S. for several years now, certainly expected to continue uh, to have presence uh, in the U.S. and around the world and the relaunch versions of old ones are rapidly gaining popularity among consumers and marketers. Last week, we talked uh, at length about Pinterest. Uh, in this particular article, uh, Pinterest or users and marketers can create pain words that face their taste and creativity. Just as users can curate their own online image on such a site, so can brand companies Uh, and we did encourage you to take a look. The Pinterest usage in the U.S. shot up from less than a million uh, just in May of last year to over 12 million in January of this year. Rapid rise at uh, Pinterest, some relaunching over at Tumblr, and niche social networks, like they are getting another look. Uh, Next up, the uh, the nonprofit uh, coach uh, over in the radio links, page one, uh, and I think that this is going to be very important for all charities. LinkedIn has announced uh, that you can follow companies. They have a follow companies button uh, for information about companies on LinkedIn. Of course, we extensively hear on the Nonprofit Coach about claiming your company page and making sure that you have a strong strategy. We consider for most nonprofits interested in fundraising, those interested in connecting to high net worth individuals, foundations, and corporations that a LinkedIn uh, strategy right now may be, may be more important than a Facebook or even a Twitter strategy right now. We'll have some experts on it today. We can think about uh, the new LinkedIn follow company uh, and more importantly, strategy in social media. Next up here on the Nonprofit Coaches, just to remind you uh, that we continue to uh, be doing the over at TedHart.com and uh, this survey is asking the question of which President of the United States most uh, to support and promote philanthropy. Uh, We want to thank those who have already voted, but I urge everyone to go uh, and take uh, the survey. Uh, Right now, um, it looks like, and I'm just looking at the most up-to-date results, it looks like Franklin Roosevelt is out ahead uh, of a couple of the presidents there, but we're interested in getting your vote over at tedhart.com. Take the survey. Which of the United States do you think has done the most uh, to support and enhance philanthropy? Uh, and that does uh, have presidents going all the way back to Franklin Roosevelt. And if you don't see a president there, you also can just list your president as one of the nominees. Uh, next up here on uh, the the, uh, the nonprofit coach uh, is a terrific service called Xmarks. Marks. dot com uh, is uh, a service that you can install on each computer that you use. Each computer in your office is seamlessly integrated. With your br- your web browser, and it does work with multiple web browsers, including uh, Google Chrome, Firefox, it's, uh, and Safari. Uh, so uh, for Mac users, this works for you as well. Uh, and it integrates your word and keeps your bookmarks safely backed up and in sync. Uh, so you can share bookmarks across your staff. Also, uh, can uh, not have to lie about wondering if a server crashes. Are you going to lose? all of the work that you've done to create uh, your bookmark at your office. So uh, make sure that you check those out as uh, as options uh, for your organization. Uh, and uh, here on page one news, and this is relate to uh, to our page two topic today, uh, is I do want to uh, bring in a good uh, – Corey Clem is here from Movember. Now, those of you who are not familiar with Movember.com, we're going to tease you a little bit. Uh, Corey is going to be with us at the big digital leap conference up in Toronto. We're going to be talking about that, but here live on the nonprofit coaches, Corey Clem.
4: Hey, Ted, how are you? Thanks for having me on.
3: Hey, hey Corey, thank you so much, uh, not only for being on the show today to help us celebrate leap day, uh, but uh, also to, uh, to celebrate the launch of registration, uh, the big Digital Leap Conference up in Toronto. Um, let's start off with uh, what November, and I don't think there's anybody who's involved with fundraising online that, that doesn't know about the tremendous success, but share with us a little bit about uh, your your success as a Movember um, up in Canada and around the world. Um, and then I'm going to ask you um, why people should come hear you in Toronto. But what's November?
4: Well, we had another epic year this year. Um, one of the things that as many of you know, that you know, we, November's been going on for eight years now, and what started as a small little movement among a group of friends in Australia has, has blossomed to something pretty amazing. Um, while we're still sort of closing up some of the fundraising uh, right now, it's looking at, as though we brought in about $117 million uh, globally and ended up having about uh, 850,000 uh, Mo Bros and Mo Sisters participating throughout the world. So um, it's just a huge increase now, in now, and not only...
3: What does it mean to be a mogro uh, or a sister?
4: You know, I think it means a lot of things to a lot of different people, depending on where how you come into November. Um, you know, for me, I love the preventative side of it. Um, as a man, I think a lot of times that health is something that people overlook a lot until until it's too late. Um, for a lot of other people that have been affected by, by cancer and other uh, other issues around men's health, um, you know, they come in from that perspective. But no matter how you come into the organization, I think one of the things that it, you know that really makes it special is is just that bond that you have with other Mobros and mo sisters so for me it's it's knowing that i'm I'm having this impact on men's health uh and then also being able to sort of you know tie into this great community and family out there looking
3: to do the same well that's uh that's terrific terrific and of course uh, very very successful um uh fundraising what's the key to your success why have you been so successful
4: I think one of the things that, you know, I've participated in a lot of charities over the years, and one of the things that really appealed to me about Movember is is its accessibility. I mean, you know, many people can grow, and, you know, we always say that, you know, whether it's a good Mo or a bad Mo, uh, you're going to get people talking. And I think that 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 accessibility of – Everybody being able to participate and contribute, um, combined with the fact that once you go, you embark on that journey, it's kind of hard to not engage somebody, uh, you know, in conversation about about your mustache. And in many ways, that becomes our ribbon. That becomes the catalyst for conversation. And and that I think has had the biggest impact on just the word of mouth growth of of the of the, of the, of the cause.
3: That's great. So why um, when we're we're going to be talking in just a a few moments uh, with uh, Neil Galliford, um, uh, who is uh, actually uh, going to be at the conference uh, in Toronto, but is going to be coming to us from Brisbane, Australia today. Uh, And I know that uh, you uh, do fundraising around the world. Uh, Why should people come to Digital Leap uh, in Toronto uh, to, to hear what you have to say? What ones are you going to be sharing with them?
4: Well, one of the things we've done a pretty good job of out of the gate with Movember is, is always try to be pushing um, the various platforms and technologies that are available. I mean, we recognize that that mustache provides a great word-of-mouth catalyst to start the conversation and to engage people. But, um, at, you know, as, as many as you and many, many in your audience know you, know, you you really want to extend those conversations as far along as you can. So one of the things that we've, we've done a pretty good job of is uh, trying to really stay in, in lockstep with the various technologies technologies and tools that are available and and really trying to push them not for the sake of technology but really looking at you know how can these benefit the MoBros and Mo Sisters who are participating and how can we help them um, carry that journey forward. So uh, one of the things, that I'll, you know, some of the things I'll be talking about is how we've used tools such as mobile and social media and, and some of the great platforms that are out there. Um, and then on top of that, you know, Movember actually did a good job before a lot of these networks were really in place with building their own. Uh, those of you that have participated know that we've got a thing called the Mo Space. So, you know, we were always thinking of that from the start. So, you know, one of the things I I really hope to talk talk about it at the Digital Leap conferences how we've leveraged these over the years and how we continue to try to innovate in that space.
3: Right. Yeah, and I'm really interested in in that, and I think that that what you're going to be sharing in terms of insight, very concrete examples of how you've utilized various social media tools, how your website has been developed. Uh, and, uh, and I know that you folks are really good at measuring and analyzing the kind of success that, you, that you've that you had. And I think that uh, all of those tools, the case studies that you have, and the very concrete approach uh, to how other organizations can not necessarily, you know, piggyback on or, or be exactly the same as Movember. Every organization is unique. But there are tools that you have learned to use very, very well. And, and I think one of the biggest things that you've done uh, is learn how to inspire people to inspire others, and I think that that very nature of people-to-people fundraising has been key to your success as an organization, and is certainly part of the message that you'll bring forward to, uh, to, to Digital Leap, and that's why we want you there.
4: Absolutely, absolutely, you nailed it,
3: Corey Klein, Thank you so much uh, for coming on the nonprofit cards, giving us a little bit of a tease uh, for Digital Leap, and I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, in Toronto uh, for Digital Leap 2012.
4: Likewise, and I also just wanted to point out, I don't know if if, uh, many of you are coming down to South by Southwest, but we will be uh, speaking down there as well, kind of uh, starting the conversation around a lot of the topics that I'll be covering as well uh, when I'm in Canada.
3: That's terrific. Well, I won't be at South by Southwest, but some of our listeners here today may be uh, going to South by Southwest, so uh, definitely uh, I encourage everybody to uh, check out uh, the uh, lecture that's going to be at South by Southwest as well. Uh, uh, by uh, by November, but more importantly, uh, to Toronto and uh, see Corey Clem live at Digital Leap. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Nonprofit Coach. Thanks so much for having me, Ted. Take care. You got it. Take care. Uh, now, uh, with uh, with page one over with, it is now time to move right on to page two. Now I think if I've done this correctly, I I, I hope that I have Neil Galliford here uh, live with me all the way from Brisbane, Australia. Here down my property there.
1: I sure am. Good
3: day, Ted. How Neil, you going? Now, Neil, I know you were concerned. I had a little bit of a technical glitch at the top of the show today, uh, as everyone knows, and I know that you were concerned. But we've done it. We are now connected uh, halfway around the world. Thank you for uh, for making it, uh, yourself available to us here to talk about this uh, uh, big launch of Digital Leap 2012 here right on Leap Day. Uh, but first of all, just because I know you've got to be feeling the pain, what time is it for you, Neil?
1: It is exactly three nineteen in the morning. Three
3: nineteen in the tomorrow. morning. What a trooper! Tomorrow. <laughs> right, tomorrow. So so it's not yep. leap uh, not leap day for uh, for you. You've already had uh, leap day. It's now uh, March one for you. Uh, but uh, thrilled to have you here. Great to have the opportunity again to work with you on uh, the digital leap conference over in the radio links today at tedhart.com. We do have a direct link. To digitalleap.org, where people can learn more about this conference. But uh, Neil, if you would, please walk us through what is Digital Leap 2012. This is uh, the third time, I believe, that uh, that we've done uh, this particular program in uh, Toronto, having had a couple of years of successful Digital Leaps in uh, in the UK. So, take it away, Neil, and uh, let us know what's Digital Leap 2012.
1: Well, I tell you, I'm really excited this year. We're, uh, we're actually going to change venues. We've, uh, we've had a beautiful venue at the, the Con- Well Conservatory here in Toronto, but we decided to change it up this year, and we moved over to the uh, Art Gallery of Ontario, and it's a spectacular, uh, spectacular venue. So uh, we're going to see a, a meeting of uh, of uh, nonprofit professionals who are involved in, in uh, nonprofit marketing in, in the digital realm, uh, fund- fundraisers, uh, people in communications and so on are gathered together as they have uh, twice before to so hear uh, experts uh, from all over talk about best practice in, uh, in digital fundraising and digital communication.
3: And and that really is so important um, for organizations uh, today, of course, here on the Nonprofit Coach. We talk a lot about social media, online fundraising, website design, all the various topics that uh, then all culminate together in Digital Leap uh, each year. Um, Tell us a little bit about what's happened in in the past uh, and why uh, 2012 is such an important year for people uh, to really get their strategy together.
1: Well, I mean, as as you know, uh, the especially on the fundraising side, we're seeing a tremendous uh, boost in revenue that's being, you know, coming in through those channels, um, both for uh, you know the online management of events to uh, actual email campaigns uh, and uh, and uh, digital advertising type campaigns driving to websites, and so. Um, where charities might have been able to kind of get along very passively in the past, I think that, that that's no longer an option. I and mean, when you're starting to see, you know, 12%, 15% of your revenue coming in through uh, digital channels, I think uh, you just can't ignore it anymore. And you need to uh, actually have a proactive uh, strategy going forward. And that's what Digital Leap is about. That's why you call it the leap. You're going to leap forward into the future and, uh, make sure you're making the very best of uh, the latest in technology. So uh, we're we're looking forward to gathering together with you, yourself, as an expert in the field, as well as all the other folks we've got lined up to speak uh, in Toronto on uh, May 3rd.
3: Absolutely. May, May 3rd is going to be a, a big uh, a day uh, in, uh, in Toronto. What kind of organizations typically have and should uh, be uh, participating in digital lead?
1: Well, it's a great conference, really, because it's uh, very focused. Uh, it's not just uh, one track in a larger conference. It's not uh, it's not a commercial conference on commercial marketing in the online space. It's 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 really a custom conference for the folks in our community who are uh, you know engaged in, in any way in the in the digital sphere, uh, both. You know, management types who uh, need to learn about it to the actual day-to-day uh, technical people who who make it happen. Um, we always have a, a terrific uh, turnout, and those know each other and and share things together. So, I uh, I really think it's the place to be for for anybody who can make it to Toronto on uh, on May third. I think they'll find uh, this terrific lineup of speakers. We've got some uh, old favorites returning, but we've always got new uh, new blood, and that's uh, that's certainly what's going to happen this year.
3: What What are some of the the uh, the things that you uh, that you can speak to that are new? And what are some of the things, because I, I always find for conferences like this that, you know, there are things that people just expect to be there because either they've heard them before and they want to make sure that new colleagues in their office are going to have an opportunity to hear it for themselves uh, to really renew that strategy. But then it, there's, this space is always changing. Uh, as, as you heard, we were able to uh, uh, have uh, Corey Clem, who is with Movember. That's a big uh, change and a big addition to uh uh, to the uh, uh, the digital leap show this year.
1: Oh, that's for sure. I was very excited uh, when we were able to uh, line up Corey. And uh, I mean, you heard some of the numbers that he shared with you. Uh, it was, uh, I, I, they were stunning, I think. And we've seen nothing but growth. And the the thing about November uh, uh, is that it's um, it's pre hands off on the part of the beneficiary charities. It's uh, it's an event that kind of manages itself and, and, uh, Corey and his, his folks have just really provided the tool and are constantly providing new tools that, uh, as he calls them, the Mo bros and the Mo sisters can, uh, can use to, uh, raise money from their friends.
3: Yeah. So and, 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 uh, and I, I think it really is one of the, you know, the, the stellar examples of, uh, true people to people fundraising.
1: Oh, there's no question about it. I, um, as as uh, someone who's participated in the past, and uh, embarrassing it is as it is uh, to wear that mustache, the whole thing is uh, it's, uh, pretty fun, I have to say. And of course, uh, a lot of uh, you know serious coin gets raised for the for the charities who are involved.
3: And and the and the key to that, and I think the reason why everyone listening today that can get to Toronto for uh, Digital Leap really will benefit from that. And then we we also have. Someone else that I'm going to bring on the show in just a, a few moments uh, to give both of us an opportunity to, uh, uh, to chat with um, is the very practical nature of the kinds of analysis that they've done of various uh, social media uh, channels, uh, their website, and this whole notion of people-to-people fundraising, that these are uh, concepts and strategies that do translate to other charitable organizations if you take the time to put the strategy together, which is why you need Digital Leap.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, uh, things are changing all the time, right, Ted? It's hard to, even for someone like yourself to, to keep up necessarily because there's always something new under the sun.
3: Well, that's one of the things uh, that we yeah. try to do on this show is is always bring the latest, which is why we've uh, partnered with you to uh, put together the, the Digital Leap uh, conference as, as a way to bring the very latest. And, and you're absolutely right. I know myself, my presentation, but others, uh, I'm constantly changing my presentation almost right up to the time that I give uh the uh the lecture so that it does have the most up to date information.
1: Yeah, it's great and one of the things we're doing this year uh, that I'm really excited about is uh, we have we've got a couple of people that, uh we have done this in the past had people from the client side who are who are the actual uh folks uh, on the ground executing these kinds of campaigns. So we have we have two uh two people this year uh, uh from close to home here, one from World Wildlife Fund uh, Canada uh Sarah Faulkner, and uh, another who uh, is a good friend of our our uh, agency here in Toronto, uh, Matthew Bellotti, who uh, who uh, is working with the uh, Canadian Diabetes Association. And uh, both of them have exciting campaigns uh, to talk about and, and uh, you know, present to the group as a case study. So I, I think people really like that case study uh, approach because it's something they can imagine doing themselves. It's one of their peers uh, presenting showing them you know, what was done, how successful it was, what were the pitfalls, what did they needed to look out for. So the the kind of information that you hear in those kinds of uh, sessions are uh, very useful. It's the kind of thing that you can go, I, I understand entirely what what's being said here, and I can go back to my office and, and talk to my colleagues about it, and we can maybe think of doing something similar.
3: Exactly, exactly. And uh, and this year um, for Digital Leap, those uh, those of you who uh, uh, are online right now, you can go to tedhart.com, click on radio links. You'll have the direct link uh, to not only all the radio links from today, but including Digital Leap, or just go to org. And one of the things that I'm particularly um, uh, curious to learn more about from your perspective um, is our decision for the conference to really encourage what I call team learning, Um, where there's deep discounts for folks to not only register but bring a friend, uh, which is bring a staff person, bring a trustee, bring a board of directors member, uh, someone of that sort. Talk a little bit about this concept, because you don't see this at a lot of conferences, uh, to really encourage uh, bringing more than one person from your organization so that uh, there's more sets of ears uh, taking in all this important information.
1: Yes, well, of course, uh, you know, this conference is is, uh, really um, designed from the beginning for the not, not-for-profit sector, so we knew from from the get-go that we would want to keep the, the pricing as uh, as uh, reasonable as possible. Um, I, um, what we uh, what we encourage people to do is uh, make sure they register early and take the uh, take advantage of the early bird uh, pricing that we have. Uh, which, I Ted, you'll have to remind me what, uh, what the early bird day is this year.
3: Yeah, the uh, early bird uh, is coming up. It's just a few weeks from now. It's March 16th, so the biggest discounts are available for anyone who registers between now and March 16th. And I was just looking at my email, and uh, while we were chatting here, uh, someone has registered from the Lung Association in Canada, so uh, welcome. We look forward to seeing you at Digital Leap. Uh, certainly, uh, you can go right out and uh, register, and we'll try to recognize anyone who does register uh, uh, for, during uh, this particular show. Uh, but the, the deep discounts uh, do end for early bird on March 16th, but, of course, uh, space available registration online will continue until May 2nd, the day before uh, Digital Leap.
1: Yeah, that's right. And we have, uh, you know, we have plenty of space. Where we're going, uh, it's a beautiful uh, venue, as I said. Now, I, the other thing uh, you asked about was the uh, the buddy rate. Uh, we we talked about this when we first launched the uh, the event uh, two years ago. Um, not only is it uh, possible to get a good uh, a great discount if you uh, if you book before the early bird date. If you bring a friend, you get a firm, uh for both of you, so not just for you, but for your, for your friend as well. That friend might might be, as you say, a colleague from um, from your own organization, perhaps a volunteer who's involved in oversight, or it could be even a colleague that you know from uh, from another organization. Benefit from um, coming to a conference that's so focused on uh, on the work that we do as uh, not-for-profits.
3: I'm just going to give a reminder uh, here, and uh, uh, Neil, will be uh, will be right back in just a, a few moments.
2: Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at tedhart.com. Click on radio links. If you're listening live today, the phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 347-324-3080. Now, back to The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart. The other ways that you
3: can uh, connect with us, of course, is to ask a question over in the chat room with some an email and Neil, we do have a question uh from Brock Warner, Thank you, Brock uh he's over in the chat room today. Is digital leap just for fundraising professionals, or can marketers and other people and charities take something away of value?
1: Oh, there's no question uh, this is a terrific uh a terrific event for. For anybody involved in marketing uh, for for charities, uh, the lines between fundraising and and marketing organizations are uh, blurring. Uh, I'd like to say that uh, the silos have come down. They haven't quite yet, I don't think, for everyone. But uh, certainly, uh, we are very in the fact that not everyone who attends will will necessarily be a fundraiser, and, uh, and there's a content that's uh, appropriate for people who are. Uh, on the communication side of the of the uh, of your organizations as well
3: and 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 even whether by design or not, one of the things that we have in the past years is that there is a large number of uh, people that are public relations professionals, communication uh, professionals, um, and even technology uh, professionals who do come to Digital Leap. So uh, uh, all of your compatriots who, who may not consider fundraising professional, but nonetheless uh, are in this space, you'll find a lot of colleagues there with you who may also not be strictly fundraisers uh, that are working on behalf of organizations, wield the power of the internet uh, for nonprofit organizations.
1: Yeah, that's true. Now, I uh, I, uh, I I want to assure the fundraisers that we have great content for them. Yeah. In fact, that uh, that great content is being recognized uh, by the TFRA uh, uh, folks, the uh, certified fundraising executive uh, uh, people, the people who issue credentials for fundraisers, and they've uh, they've given us uh, the right to um, at Digital Leap. It's seen as a uh, quality event that uh, counts. Uh, it could count as educational credits for anybody who is, who is uh, working to attain their accreditation as a CFRE.
3: Absolutely. And, of course, uh, we do, uh, all of us, uh, encourage you to consider um, uh, becoming a uh, a certified fundraising executive. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, we, next uh, we will have the new president of CFRE as our guest here on the Nonprofit Coach. You'll be able to hear all about that. Um, For those of you who are seeking certification or to renew your certification, there are continuing education credits that are necessary, and as Neil just mentioned, Digital Leap is a terrific way for you to earn those credits to receive the documentation necessary to submit to CFRE, and you can learn more about that at CFRE.org. Neil, uh, we've got a good friend of ours um, that I want to bring into the, uh, the show now. Uh, who is uh, also going to be at uh, Digital Leap and is a crowd favorite any goes. Uh, I want to bring into the show now Ryan Miller, uh, who is the Director of Nonprofit Services at CARE2. Uh, Ryan, thank you for joining Neil and I here on The Nonprofit Coach today.
0: Ted, hi. Thanks for having me.
3: Hey, Ryan, it's great to have you here on the show, and I know that you've got a lot you're going to share with us to sort of tease the audience uh, to uh, to come to uh, to Digital Leap, but you are considered uh, one of the foremost experts in this space. You've been with uh, a number of different groups. You've honed your skills over the years. Uh, not only that, but uh, you're just a whole lot of fun uh, to watch present, uh, so we're thrilled to have you Back at, at uh, Digital Leap, uh, but tell us a little bit about, and then I know Neil's going to have some questions for you as well. Um, sure. Tell us a little about your gig over at Care2. What is Care2.org? They're big in this space. I know you're bringing a lot of uh, concrete into Digital Leap from that. And that's where you're director of nonprofit services.
0: Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll start by describing, um, you know, what Care2 is and who we are. Um, Care2 is is basically the the oldest social network around. Well before um, the era of Facebook and MySpace, um, there was Care2. And the but the interesting thing is Care2 is not really a social network in the in the the, the same sort of sense as Facebook or some of the others. Really, what Care2 is is an online network um, for for folks who want to make a difference in the world and who want to make a difference with themselves. And I think, as we all know, uh, you know, on various personal journeys, those things are often sort of two sides of the same coin, to try and, um, uh, you know, focus on yourself and and be a better person and then also on the other side, make a difference in the world and try and uh, make the world a better place as as you live your life. And so Care 2 is really this um, very much a special place, uh, a special virtual place, that is, and so folks, um Folks, join CARE2. It's free to join. We've got um, somewhere over 18 million members now, and that's really just a number. A, a yeah, Ryan, like I I, I, wanna,
3: I actually want to stop you there. We have a count on your website, and I, I'm absolutely astounded uh, that you're going to be bringing to Digital Leap the wealth of experience from 18,443,289 <laughs> <laughs> members. That's a really incredible number.
0: It's, you know, the, Ted, the truth is that that number is kind of nuts. Um, I mean, it, it's, all, it's absolutely true. Uh, what I mean by nuts is it's, hard, it's impossible to picture what that number actually means and looks like. Um, but what it, what it does mean is, is, I mean, really it's a reflection of how long we've been around. I mean, we're, we're the oldest one around. We're also the fastest growing um, social online social action network. And so that, that's really what it reflects, is that folks, um, folks have been with us for a long, long time and um new folks are, are constantly joining. We're we're sort of like a um like a gazebo or, you know, a structure with many entrances um and doorways, um, because folks like to join care two for a number of different reasons. The main one I mentioned before, but you know, there there's lots of lots and lots of reasons. But one of the main features of Care Two, one of the main reasons why people join, um and you know, I mentioned this when I when I said that people want to make the world a better place, is that we have the this uh, basically the this action center um and what i call our petition headquarters um and you can check it out at the it's it's got its own url but it's related and it's really the the kind of hub or you know headquarters for all the petitions we have and again we're the number one petition site in the world again this is because not just we've been around for a long time but uh, people recognize that um, you know when when everybody goes uses uh one destination one source that's the source that everybody else wants to use as well because there's more people visiting that site than anywhere else and so that's the place that um fo- where folks go um to basically uh take action on a variety of issues that really matter to them so we cover the gamut you know from healthcare to environmental issues um, and basically everything absolutely everything in between um uh, you know, political stuff and and um, uh, human rights and civil rights and children's issues and international issues and um, you know it really it, it really does uh, span the span the network of, of all the issues that are yeah, out there. Yeah, right. Um, and I think yeah. that
3: brings up a, an important point, Brian. Um, and this is one with people, so I just want to explore this with you uh, a little bit. Is that being successful online? To be truly successful online is less about who you are than being a content expert. And one of the things that I think has, has really um, accentuated this go too is that you have a lot of content. You are a destination place for people to not only connect with each other but to connect on content. And content really is king online. If, if you've got stuff you want, they're going to come to you.
0: Absolutely. You're you're absolutely right. And and actually Ted, this is, you know, in, in the broader conversation of how to acquire online leads, um, and, and the broader conversation meaning how to grow your list, in in a uh, you know, taking it down and, to uh, the kind of one oh one
3: And it's not just telling people how great you are, it's not just saying comes no. um, it's it's inspiring them to do that. So this is part yeah. of what you're gonna share with people at Disney right, is is how do you inspire people to take the action that you want them to take action might be?
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And so, the, I mean, the, there's a few different sides to, to to acquisition, but certainly the one of the most um, basic and fundamental premises is that you have to have fantastic content or else... It's, it's, it, you, you can spend as much money as you want um, on, uh, you know, on human resources and on actually um, acquiring those leads, but they will not stick with you if you don't have great content. So you're absolutely right. Content is still king and will always be king.
3: Now I don't want to dominate the, uh, the the time here, so I want to give Neil and I to explore your work a little bit more in relationship to digital leads. So Neil, it's all yours.
1: Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Great, Neil. How are you doing? Can you hear me? I'm very well so last year uh, uh anybody that was at Digital Leap will probably remember that it was a pretty exciting time for you i think you were ready to have your uh, your uh, child right on the day of the event i think and uh, <laughs> so he's about right. a year old now
0: yeah exactly that that's, it's a boy, uh we, isn't it? you know so, yeah he he he's a boy named Julian and last year for for anyone who who was not at Digital Leap last year um i, I digital leap was on my due date and so I spoke on yeah. my. And, two and days by the way, I,
3: we, please thank Julian for for us that so he <laughs> didn't decide to come that day. <laughs>
0: know. You know, I uh,
3: exactly I figured
0: right. he was my first baby, and for anyone anyone out there who's had a baby or partners had a baby. You guys know that these things, unlike TV shows and movies, they don't actually happen in 15 minutes or less. So I figured that even if things started started happening, I, the the hospital I was delivering at was, was about a five minute cab away, so I could still get my session in and deliver Julian in time. But it, it all worked out. But it was a it was a pretty exciting day.
3: Terrific. As we've mentioned, say is
1: how dedicated you really are to the sector.
3: Uh, she sure is. <laughs> she sure is. I just remind all of our our listeners today that you can call in to 347-324-3080. As you can tell, the conversation is uh, lively and lots of good experts that are available here today and also at Digital Leap. Uh, oh, I just saw a, a caller on the switchboard. I was going to go right to the caller. If you want to call back, I'm sorry if we. Uh, we lost you on the uh, the switchboard, uh, but come right back on the switchboard and we'll get your question uh, right in here uh, on the nonprofit coach. So uh, go ahead you were uh, now, now you not only were you about ready to uh, to give birth to uh, uh, to uh, to your son, but you were also a star so some, somehow you're, you know you, you managed to pull off one of the best presentations at DigiLeap.
0: Well, I'm 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 glad you think so. I'm I'm glad everyone else in the session thought so too. And and uh I'm also I'm very excited to, to be back speaking this year at Digital Leap. It's a it's a different focus, but certainly within the um you know, the general topic of online fundraising and you know that's that's sort of my, my bread and butter. Um so I am excited to be back.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Now uh, how long have you been with Care Two?
0: I've been with Care Two for almost two years but yeah. i've known so uh, let, let, let me add this yeah i i've known care2 for longer because <clears throat> um in my days uh as a not an online um fundraising consultant i actually i was actually a care2 client and so i had the opportunity of working with care2 on behalf of a number um of canadian international organizations um, and so we, you know, I, I knew Care2. I knew exactly uh, what they did and how they helped nonprofits, um, you know, in, in the business basically of acquisition and conversion and finding new donor leads because I'd I'd worked directly with them in that capacity.
3: Yeah, and, and what are some of the now in addition to this very large uh, social platform that you have with a lot of content, there are some specific services that Care2 provides to the nonprofit sector.
0: Yeah, that's right. And there's a few. I'll I'll, I'll mention them briefly, and and I'll I'll tell you about the the one that's, you know, really the the most popular with nonprofits. So if if you cruise around the the Care2 site, it's it's just care2.com, and I should mention, if you're actually interested at all in, in learning more about Care2 and Care2 nonprofit services specifically, you should check out the URL care2team.com. So it's C A R E number two T E A M dot com. Because um, that's much more focused um, in basically a conversation with nonprofits and how we work with them. But um, the, uh, we work with nonprofits in a couple different ways. Essentially um and the the by far the most important way is to um help nonprofits find new donor leads. Um, and you know that that's basically basically list growth. Um, and then there's a few other ways after that. So sometimes clients are interested in working with us because they're interested in winning an advocacy victory, um, and they're, they're less focused on... Um, so they're interested in, in gathering names. Um, they're less focused on converting those names to donors once the campaign is finished. So we'll, we'll, we work with clients in that capacity as well. And then there's a number of other ways as well. We we help clients grow their, um, their Facebook communities, and then we do other stuff like... Um, email marketing um, uh, campaigns and, you know, uh, display advertising and stuff like that. But back to the first one, the way that we work with the vast majority of our clients um, and the main reason why clients really approach us and say, you know, I want to learn more about you guys or, you know, a friend or a colleague uh, told me that they were working with you and I'd like to, uh, you know, I'm interested in working with you guys is because we help clients grow their list. We help clients find new donor leads.
3: And that is very, very important uh, to all organizations to grow their list. Uh, Neil and uh, Ryan, we do have a caller here, so I'm going to go right to the caller. Uh, Caller, you're live here on the Nonprofit Coach. Go ahead with your question. Uh, great, thanks very much for, uh, for taking my call, Ryan. This
4: this question goes back to actually what you were saying regarding uh, online content, and and I definitely agree that the the quality of the content is what keeps uh, you know people coming back to you as a as a source of information. Um, I guess my question is sort of how do you you know individually or as an organization determine where you draw the line between you know having too much content that maybe that where you start to sort of get away from, uh, you know, your core mission, um, in an effort to sort of attract that attention, um, I just feel like there there can sometimes be, almost like a waterfall effect of information that you're sharing, and and suddenly you're you're much further away from what you were trying to accomplish than you intended to be.
0: Well you know that that's a um, that's a really good point you raise because I think um when folks like Ted and I say content is king, um certainly some folks go back to their organizations and and decide that you know if there's not that much new or fresh content coming under the organization itself, then they can you know link to other articles and then you start you start um accruing. Basically, sort of secondary material and mm-hmm. material that, that's kind of outside the um, the focus of the organization. And I think that nonprofits can easily get, you know, basically misguided. I, I think might be the word because they're so focused on providing new content um, that that it's it's um, you know it's less targeted, less specific, and less appropriate. Um, the, the more they go down that road. So, you know, I I I think certainly if you if you work with an agency, they are um that's one of the one of the things about um having an agency on on board and on site is that they're there to really be that um that that voice of reason that's outside the organization because the, the the um the the other way to to sort of keep the organization in check is to have if not, you know, an official committee, then a, a small group of people who are who are really just paying attention to this. So it's not one person or two people who are really just posting whatever they want, whenever they want. Um, and, you know, that, that committee, whether it's official or not, r- shouldn't just be from the communications department. I mean, I think that's kind of the, the – I mean, I, I'm a big fan of communications department people, but I think that that's one of the ways to um, to keep everybody – Um, aware of what's happening and what's being posted Um, and then going back to an agency they they certainly um, you know whether it's in that official capacity or not they really serve in that role because they're constantly um, on your website both helping with the content and doing other things and they have the ability to say things that sometimes are, are difficult to say within the organization because you work so closely with your colleagues so sometimes that's the nice thing about an agency.
3: Caller, do you have a follow-up uh, question to that, or does that uh, get you where you need to be? No, that was great. Thank you so much for your uh, for your answer and for your time
0: today. Sure. Thanks, Caller.
3: Terrific. Well, terrific, Caller, for uh, joining us today, and uh, thank you, Ryan, for that very succinct uh, uh, answer. Yeah, I think content is so important uh, for organizations, and, and just to, to sort of add to what, what you were saying is that I think my fear for most organizations is, is not that they get too far astray from where they should be, but that they don't go, too, they don't go far enough in creating uh, themselves not as a brand. And I think too many folks think about the, the brand, they're, they're far more impressed with their brand than most other people are. Um, it's really what do they do and what kind of content do they have? You know, I, I think in terms of, you know, Care2, Care2 has a wonderful brand. But what really draws people in is all of the little communities that you have on so many different topics, and those are the things that people care about. They they care about all of the various uh, content areas that you provide information, whether it be healthy living or or uh, you know whatever green jobs things of that sort that uh, that you have information on. These are content areas that people care about, and you happen to be providing an opportunity for them to come together and to view you as an information resource for that information, an expert, if you will, or a conduit to other experts. And I think that's one of the things that, that I encourage charities uh, to really consider is how can they establish themselves as a content expert, as a way to draw more people so that when they're looking for services, when they're looking for products, the, you're top of list, because they already have a relationship with you as an, uh, an expert.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, like, like in the case of Movember, you know, a, a nonprofit does not uh, need to necessarily be, you know, an expert in many different areas. It can be one. It can be one campaign. It can be one focus area, one event, one time of year. So it doesn't, you know. There, I think I think expectations need to be kept realistic when it comes to this because certainly, you know, Ted. I mean, we all know Neil and Ted that um organizations are always um you know very very busy and folks are always wearing multiple hats. So I think I think Ted you're absolutely right and my point is I think it's more important to to stay um focused on um the appropriate subject area instead of kind of branching out um you know in, in the name of new content when it's actually just not appropriate. So I think I think the main point is you know stay focused on your subject area and um and don't don't worry too much about new content certainly you want new content but just make sure that it's always appropriate and you know on target for who your audience who your your intended audience is and should be and the the sort of people that you want to draw in and then you know lead through that conversion funnel ideally to become new donors absolutely
3: Absolutely. Uh, Neil and Ryan, if you'll just hang on there, we're going to come right back. We've just got uh, a little bit of a station break here to uh, bring people up to date on uh, what comes next here on The Nonprofit Coach. I want to thank you all for joining us here on this special Leap Day edition of the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, next week, we will be returning to our uh, regular Tuesday show. Uh, Tuesday, March 6th, we're very pleased to have Eva Aldrich. Uh, CFRE, who is the new president and CEO of CFRE, here to talk about not only the organization but also to answer questions that you may have about how you can become certified as a Certified Fundraising Executives. On Tuesday, March 13th, I'm extremely excited to welcome here to the nonprofit coach, Margaret Battistelli, who is the Editor and Chief of Fundraising Success Magazine, they talk about content, have amazing content on a lot of different topics, and she's going to share with you some of their very best content that can help your organization. Uh, On March 20th, uh, we're going to be right here um, with uh, Jocelyn Daw, uh, who is an author uh, with uh, uh, John Wiley and Sons, uh, and uh, so she's going to uh, be bringing to us uh, her wonderful book. Uh, which uh, will be uh, talked about here right on The Nonprofit Coach. So uh, for those of you who have followed the top of the show and the announcement, I'm extremely excited uh, to start tomorrow as the CEO of Charities Aid Foundation of America. And The Nonprofit Coach will continue. This, I think, is an important service uh, to the nonprofit sector. certainly brings to all of you, top experts like Neil Galliford and Ryan Miller, uh, who are on our show today, and of course, Corey Clem, who joined us with Movember earlier today. So we will be continuing the weekly radio show right here on The Nonprofit Coach. Make sure that you sign up for the newsletter at p2pfundraising.org. That's letter P, the number two, the letter P, and fundraising.org, or right at TedHeart.com. We're going to go right back to the end of the show here uh, with Ryan Miller and Neil Gallifer talking about the DigiLeap Conference coming up in Toronto. Well, Neil, I just want to say again what a trooper you are to uh, make sure that you made it on the show here today. At uh, 3 a.m. Now looking at 4 a.m. in the morning, uh, March 1st uh, down there in Brisbane, uh, Australia. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, explore some of the uh, other uh, avenues of uh, Digital Leap, and uh, I don't want to miss the opportunity to talk more uh, with Ryan Miller as well. So go ahead, Neil.
1: Yeah, well, I just wanted to make sure that we uh, send a shout out and an acknowledgement to all of our sponsors. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't make this event happen without doing that. So uh, we've got uh, several returning sponsors. Uh, Artez is a sponsor. Uh, Minerva Systems is a sponsor. BlackBot, of course, is our platinum sponsor. Um, GM, JNG Solutions, T-Direct, um, Unix Vision, and a, a new sponsor this year is uh, IAP, the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the online uh, processing folks, uh, along with CARE2, who's finally uh, agreed to sponsor as well. So, uh, as I say, we couldn't do it at all without the, without the help of these great support uh, supporters.
3: Yeah, and, and, and as you mentioned before, we really do work on the planning group to do everything that we can to keep the fees as low as possible because we do want uh, uh, folks to be attending from both large and small organizations. Uh, And without the sponsors, uh, this conference actually wouldn't uh, take place at all. Ryan, since we have you here, a personal thank you to you and your your, uh, colleagues over at CARE2 for joining us. Uh, a little bit of a, a personal special shout out to the uh, the fine folks over at JMG. Uh, I know that they're always the first to jump in to uh, to sponsor this conference. Uh, they do wonderful work up in uh, in Canada and uh, have been uh, one of the uh, the strongest supporters of Digital Leap from the very very beginning. And of course, Blackboard uh, you know, coming forward uh, once again uh, without their strong support and the wonderful platforms and services that they provide to the nonprofit sector uh, throughout ca- uh, Canada and around the world uh, again, digital leap would not be possible so Neil thank you for uh, for bringing that up uh Ryan we don't have an awful lot more time here uh, on the show uh just a couple of more minutes uh can you just give us a uh first of all just a, another peek into what you've got planned this year because I know you've always got new content um but uh but also um what happened It's a problem with the call uh Neil, are you still there
0: and Ted, I'm still yeah, here too.
3: Oh, you are. Okay, good, good. It, it sound, said that there was a problem with the call, but maybe we're okay. Uh, Neil, or uh, Ryan, why don't you take it okay. away, and I'm going to figure out what's happening on my switchboard.
0: <laughs> sure. Also, I'll, okay. I'll just let you guys know what, what I do plan to, to talk about this year, and that really is um, a lead acquisition, specifically online lead acquisition, converting those leads into donors. And, you know, the, the thing that makes this topic interesting for me is that, um, we, although I, I said online lead acquisition, really I think this is actually multi-channel lead acquisition. And yeah. I think multi-channel is really um, key here because, uh, you know, I know that at Digital Leap we really like to focus on kind of the new and the innovative. Um, and uh, the truth is multi-channel is actually kind of less new and innovative and more um, best practice. Um but it's, I think it, it's vitally important that organizations start looking at ways to do um, multi-channel acquisition and conversion. And the, although I'll talk about a number of different ways um, to do uh, online acquisition and conversion, the, um, the, the sweet spot, so to speak, is really finding online leads and converting them offline. Um, and so, specifically, yeah. a, what lot I'm what,
3: about, a lot of what's new out there, Ryan. A lot of what's yes. new out there is the integration of, of what might be more traditional channels or channels that have been around, to uh, but but pulling them all together into a strategy.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's and and for that reason, you know, I'm I I you know let let it be said loud and clear that although I do tend to focus on online fundraising and tend to work for organizations <laughs> that have, if not online in the name, then certainly in the description i'm I'm actually you know kind of the number one proponent of of um bringing in uh, for example direct mail and phone strategies to the table because those those really are the best ways to um to convert uh especially online leads that you have. I mean, online direct mail and the phone work for a number of reasons in a number of different ways, but um what I'm what I'm going to talk about specifically Got, is got to wrap it up, Ryan. Ryan, I'm going uh, uh, th-
3: this is all the more reason why everybody needs to be a digital leap because Ryan's got good good stuff. Uh <laughs> check us out at digitalleap.org Thursday, May 3rd up in Toronto, Canada. Looking forward to having everybody join us up at uh, 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 Digital Leap. Everyone, uh, Ryan Miller, Director of Nonprofit Services, Care Two, Neil Galliford over at Stephen Thomas, uh, up in Toronto. Thank you for joining me here, and we'll see you in Toronto for Digital Leap 2012. Okay, thanks thanks
2: You've been listening to the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show with Ted Hart. Tell all your friends to check out our production schedule and download our iPod and iPad friendly podcast at tedhart.com. Thanks for listening to the Nonprofit Coach.